So thank you for joining me. This next segment is about the beauty in the breakdown and the rebuild. This is the butterfly moment. This is the season of of recreation. This is becoming your own muse. This is the deep reverence that you find from within. This is the enrapture part of your transformation. And this one I am so excited about because I just find that as I'm going through and discussing my perspective on this, I'm having the most incredible conversations with people around me and isn't that the way it goes? Like when you commit to looking at this and you commit to partnering and co-creating as I said in previous episodes, the universe meets you halfway and you just get given the most inspirational little moments, epiphanies and like breadcrumbs along the way. And it's funny not only am I talking about it in in the retrospective or in the reflective hindsight space, I'm still finding that there are evolutions within it, smaller contexts of evolution within it. And I'm finding even more and more layers as I go. So as I'm recording this, I'm recording it from an energy of like getting off the the phone with friends and reflecting on how far we've come and reflecting on healing, you know, sisterhood wounds and healing um, self-concept wounds and healing the energy around what it's like to reclaim parts of yourself and really be grateful for who you are. Um, I didn't really see that in the context I grew up in, in terms of like media or like immediate circles. It really wasn't a thing, or at least perhaps this is my perception of it. Perhaps it was around me and my perception was that humility and humbleness looked a certain way and you really couldn't um, self-value looked really different as long as it wasn't too uh, grandiose or it wasn't too in someone else's face or and and I'm starting to realize like it has to look the way it has to look and if it if it's hard for some people to stomach (laughs) that's just fine and that's okay there's like very few moments where we actually make full-blown heinous horrible painful mistakes when we actually look at it those who are conscious and attempting to do the best they can with what they have aren't necessarily unabashedly going out and really like slashing people's hearts or hurting people on purpose so take comfort in the fact that the little ways in which you strategize you navigate your own evolvement your own blooming your own fluorescence your own like radiance the way you navigate that trust that it's the way it needs to be for you and even if it provides a rub to other people you'll figure it out you'll apologize if necessary you'll show compassion when you can you'll make up for it as you go along and like just really lean into the ride of it because I find the more we second guess the more we judge the more we become overly self-critical we jump out of that cocoon stage we we sort of come out of that to sort of overcriticalize and like get down on ourselves for the baby steps we're taking it's like if you if you can't see yourself speaking to a baby who's learning to walk 
in this way, you know, give yourself a break and don't talk to yourself that way. Don't see yourself that way. Don't criticize yourself that way because these are very vulnerable stages. And so this butterfly breakdown, kind of like caterpillar breakdown to rebirth, this is an intentional rebirth. And at times this can be self-initiated, right? Sometimes transformation, I know it, it gets slapped into your experience and you're like, whoa, that was, that felt pretty forced, right? And if we really look at it and we really pull it apart, we can start to reflect on moments where it was knocking and perhaps we didn't heed the call or we didn't hear it or it was avoided in some like subconscious level, right? But when we are really aware of it and we know we're going into it, it can be so helpful. And this is partly why I even record these in the first place. I want it to feel like camaraderie because I know many of you are going through this. We all go through it. It's to the level of which we're conscious of going through it, the level of which we feel safe to partner with it, the level of which we have an appetite for it. Like those are all the little nuances involved in this transformation game, this in intentional evolution, right? This is the this is the um, the name of the game. Once you understand it, it's like this really cool, fun, you know, creative, painful, rich, heartbreaking, um, inspiring, tiring juxtaposition of shifting and so you've got to have a lot of faith and a lot of trust in the overall process so if you're feeling like I am hanging on by a tether let me tell you it's okay and you're gonna be okay and it won't kill you and think about all the other moments in your life where you were terrified of change or you were freaked out by something new and did you die no you're here you're listening to this you didn't die you're okay and it probably made you better off anyway so remember that it takes a lot of trust and some people around you might be like hey like you're so different or hey you know they might have a concern or they might not understand it fully and that's where you really need to lean into the fact that it might not feel comfortable for other people like heck you don't even have a road map half the time like you see the bend in the corner but you don't necessarily see what's around it and so for other people who don't even have the intel of what is happening with you it might be like quite what's going on like concerning right so just remember that when you partner with your spirit or your evolution or your source aspect or your higher self whatever you want to call it when you start to turn towards your inner guidance it is a practice of getting to know what that language is how it speaks to you what it feels like it's like relearning yourself at a sober level like and i say sober not necessarily to the exclusion of substances but more so in the sense that it is so real that you're finally turning inward and looking and it's like the light of day is being shone on these cracks and corners. You're in your basement, you're in your attic, you're in your memory, you're in your feelings, you're in your cells, you're in your body, sometimes fully for the first time in your life. And it's like, oh, there's some aches and pains in here. There's some crunchy parts. There's some stuff I'd prefer not to look at. There's some stuff I have to reckon with that was part of my old personality and identity that um, you know just doesn't fit anymore. And my biggest 
biggest, biggest saving grace of this time was that I kept reminding myself it's all worthy of experience. It's all meant to be here. Everything that I've experienced has reason for being a part of my path and it is something that I can now embody. It's codes that I have unlocked within me. It's it's experience that I have earned and that make me more qualified to know who I am, what I need, um, and how to walk forward more than any other person in my life or any other time in my life. Like every day I'm becoming more conscious. Every day things are getting better and better. Every day I'm learning more about myself. And the beauty of that is that I become more of myself. I get to know more of myself. I get to fall in love deeper and deeper with myself. And everything starts to become a gift. You get to recuperate anything that felt uncomfortable you get to like go through and smooth out the the scales you smooth out the chinks in your armor you get to look at everything and in this take toss section of your transformation I say take toss but it's more like bring into the fold like liquefy and melt transmute so there's no residue there's no parts of you that's blocked off and shoved in a corner there's no part of you that you're pushing away denying or um, severing because when we do that it's like it's there's a non-acceptance energy around severing pushing off hiding sublimating stuffing down like we that doesn't necessarily create smooth energetics right so smooth energetics come because we can see all of it we can bless all of it. We can know that our experience was for us to have, that the darkest places we went through were the edges of our, our exploration. This was like our going to the moon and back. And this experience was for us. And in the event that we feel compelled to share so that we can enlighten the journey of others or that we can connect with others on their journey or that we can feel like we're in camaraderie with others, then that's beautiful because then it was for ourselves and for the communal purpose of sharing and connecting. And that's what makes it really, really beautiful is when you can connect with others and share with others. And so it's all worth it. And anybody at this point who's judging your past is really looking at aspects of themselves that they, they, can't necessarily look at right and and their judgment isn't yours to deal with their judgment actually isn't your business and it isn't for you it's their judgment like I used their judgment those words for a reason it's theirs to deal with and so you're here to clean up your judgment of yourself to bring all those aspects of yourself into the fold to have a look earnestly at them to to really look at any cognitive dissonance you might have around choices you made around things you said around ways of being that you connected with that you no longer connect with or resonate with and be at peace with the fact that at one time you did with the consciousness level you were working with with the point in your path that you were on and that was great because at some point everything gets revealed as purposeful like if you notice in nature nothing gets wasted everything gets decomposed broken down and it's food for something else like little big farm on netflix if you haven't seen it 
watch it. It demonstrates this whole cycle of life. Like nature does not waste. Nothing's an accident. Everything's either a signal, everything has meaning. And I get, for some people that's that's hard to hold. Like, no, there's certain things as coincidences or not, not everything has a meaning. I would challenge that. Like every single thing has a meaning. It's whether we have the ability to see that meaning or whether that's like a time capsule type of gift that we won't see the meaning till later. I think if you don't see the meaning of something, it's just because it hasn't revealed itself yet. And perhaps it hasn't revealed itself yet because you're not open, because the meaning is so much more etheric than maybe we're able to grasp in that moment, or it wouldn't be time for us to understand why those things unfolded the way they did. So in this process overall, we look at the fact that we have to have immense faith that we're not breaking down for the sake of dying. We're not dying, we're just rebirthing. We have to have immense trust that we know what's best for us above all else. And that once we've left the hands of others, external, let's just call it the external, whether it's, you know, other authorities, other places we've said, here, you make this decision from me because I'm not responsible enough. I'm not knowledgeable enough. I haven't had the time to research enough. I haven't had the time to look into this enough. I couldn't possibly make that decision for myself. Like as we grow in this journey, we have a broader capacity to decide everything for ourselves moment to moment we can hold more as we strengthen this ability of presence and as we strengthen our intuition we are given the ability to know in any moment what is right for us and what is not and it's not truth as in the overall universal truth it's more what is true for me what is my what is optimal for me at this point in time it might not be optimal for me forever but for this point in time what is optimal for me and sometimes what i found out is what is optimal for me right now is to fall on my face like it or not i was meant to fall on my face in that moment because i had there's a key that i needed to learn there there was something in that moment that i needed to learn and if i knew that the plan was for me to fall on my face and learn something, I probably wouldn't willingly go through it. And so what we get to come to terms with is the fact that everything is for our unfoldment. Everything is for us to deeper, deeper learn ourselves. Everything is is sort of placed in front of us so that we can hone and refine our picker, hone and refine our sense of discernment so that in any given moment, we can either make a decision that is in our highest or make a decision from the best perspective we can at the moment so that our future self gains more information, more intel, and gets to hone that feeling. Oh, okay, so I chose this this time. I kind of got the hint that I shouldn't go to this thing or that this thing wouldn't feel good, but I needed to go to it one more time to just really confirm my intuition was saying what I thought it was saying. Like, Every time we do something that ends up not being for us, there's still a lesson in it. And every time we want to say that that's not true, we just aren't open to the lesson for it. And when you take that perspective on, it's so freeing and liberating because that means nothing you can do is that big of a mistake and nothing you do pulls you off your path. It's just more information for you to further refine get to know self, get to make life with self and other. And it's so funny because we think, oh, this is so self-focused. This could be so selfish. 
the more internal I go, the more expansive I become and the more generalized love I have for humanity. Hence the title of this podcast. (laughs) And so the more I go inside, the more I have available to really see people from the highest possible perspective, see them in love, the more compassion I have, the more space I have to be with other people and see them for who they really are and maybe who they are in this moment and and really appreciate their journey, their path, see them as equal, see them as um, honorable. Like just, it has expanded my capacity for love, generally speaking. And this was my goal. This was, this was part of the reason why I even dig in for this stuff. And so I wanna say, don't be scared. You are ultimately so powerful. And I know we hear that a lot. I know we hear that a lot, but it's true. It's so cliche and it's so true because it literally is. When you start to realize I could be making literally every decision, I could be on and present for way more than I am. I'm ultimately responsible to what I align with on a daily basis. I'm ultimately responsible to what I feed with my energy and therefore what I'm getting back in my reality. Like, and I know that's a trigger. It is a trigger and I get it. And on one level, it for sure is. And on one level, it doesn't feel right. But when you sit with that long enough and really let it unfold, it really becomes something that you're like, ah, when it clicks, it clicks. And it's something that you get and you're like, right right I am responsible holy shit I'm responsible holy shit I'm powerful I'm so powerful because each choice I really get it's a pivot point it's a choice point it's a perspectivize point where I get to perspectivize what's just happened to me and I get to to take it in and program it in this energy or that energy in regret or in learning like I get the choice and when that lands it's like oh Oh, I'm responsible. Oh my God, I'm responsible. I'm not a victim. I'm actually so powerful. And that is so liberating. And in the beginning, it's it's a weight to carry. It's like, it's a different weight. I mean, if we've been slinging our past memories, decisions, whatever, relationships, histories, traumas, irritations, Um, ways in which we think I am I'm just this way and I've just accepted it if we're slinging all that in our backpack like every day sweating through life of course we can hold the power of the presence in our decision it's just trading one for the other just till you get used to it and I promise it becomes lighter and lighter and it becomes easier and easier and actually you're refining your energetic metabolism you're refining your picker you're refining your discernment you're refining your energetic metabolism you're refining your emotional metabolism you're becoming streamlined so that your experience glides through you and you glide with your experience in a way that you don't get tripped up as much you don't get knocked off as much you don't get knocked out of your silky river as much you're not getting in and out of your boat every five seconds on the way down the river you're making headway you're going forward and you're going forward towards the things that you want and so this part of the journey I gotta take a breath I'm so (laughs) I'm so passionate about this I'm so happy to be sitting here if I if you don't hear the end of the podcast every time I'm thanking you for spending your time with me and listening to this and for so long I didn't know what this was going to be I thought let me just sidebar here I'll tell you this is a sidebar 
I thought this was going to be a mastermind. I thought this was going to be a free live thing. I thought this was going to be maybe every Wednesday night I'd show up live and I'd have these conversations with people because that's where I was thriving in the classroom. I'd love this like one-on-one interaction. And then I was thinking about my kids and they are really the catalyst for most of what I do. They're the reason I strive to be better. Like they're the thing that showed me my edges because I want to do right by them and I want to give them some sort of guide that is beyond what I am in this moment. That's That always reminds them like you're bigger and bigger and bigger than this moment. And so I thought, am I writing a book that I just leave for my kids so that if ever they're a teenager and they don't want to talk to me about something and they really, you know, or they're inaccessible to me at the moment or they're just going through it and it's dark and they think something's wrong with what's going on with them. I want them to somehow be able to find my voice somewhere and sit. Oh, I could get emotional talking about it. And sit with it and have a piece of this so that they can keep walking through whatever they're walking through and know that they're so worth it and they're so deserving and that it's going to be okay if I could just give that. That was my aim behind this. And then it sort of became this idea of like, I want to do this as a podcast and I'll tell you, transformation, it sucks your energy. You know, it's a big energy drain because you're shifting. Think about the caterpillar going into a butterfly. Your energy is spent doing this. And I've wanted to be doing this for so long and yet I kept being like called back in. My energy reserves kept going to transformation. And it's like my son's graduation recently got gave me like a thousand percent energy increase and I've been at this podcast like I really had the idea of setting it up and sending it out weekly I wanted it to be close in its release because the other ones I kind of you know put out when I had the energy to put it out when I felt inspired and and you don't always have the energy to feel inspired when you're doing the deep work and you don't always have the energy to share when you're doing the deep work. And sometimes it doesn't even feel integrity to share. Like people ask you, how's it going? What's going on? What are you working on? You're like, I couldn't even put language to it if I wanted to. I'm in the thick of it and I couldn't even explain to you. All I can intuit is like visions, emotions, past stuff coming up, releasing stuff. I'm not even quite sure, but I'm just holding on for my dear life. And so I finally through this like catalytic event of watching my son graduate grade eight and being like, oh my gosh, time is just going. And I wanted to send this like message in a bottle for my kids. And it just made sense to make it into a podcast so that it's accessible for anybody who might be going through this, who might be feeling a little bit overwhelmed or uncomfortable or feeling like this isn't normal. Is it or is it? I wanted to represent that in in this podcast with this energy while I'm sitting in it. I'm set with my dogs coming up and wanting to snuggle me. You'll hear all these movements. Um, But I'm such a proponent in do it when the energy is ripe and when it's happening. (laughs) Lilith, sit down. Do it when the energy is right and when it's happening and send it with that energy because it's like a time capsule. When people hear it, they'll feel it but you'll feel I'm hoping you'll you're feeling everything I'm meaning to send out to you and it is nothing but pure love and admiration and hope and so I'm recording this just off the cancer new moon and gosh isn't it an emotional time like this is like a time of 
Emotions and Muse season. So end of sidebar. That's what I wanted to say why this is even coming through and why this is coming through with such emotion for me. So I wanted to to talk about this and, and really show how you don't how to remind you not to flee the chrysalis <laughs> um like not to leave it too early not to stop the process to trust the process to keep going to keep going there's there's so much you can get from this process there's so much you can become conscious of there's so much choice you have when you realize that you even have the choice that you realize you can even create what you want to create. Like I've been able to dream bigger than I ever thought I would in these last two years. There were certain things that I just sort of thought, oh, that's so difficult. Let me just like try and get myself in a position where I would be immune to, you know, the ups and downs of certain things and I'll just need a whole lot less. And it was funny, I started sublimating some of my desires just because I just thought, well, wouldn't it be easier if I could just live basically my husband jokes about this like I could just live in a tiny home I could just live in a closet I the man has some hoarding tendencies so first and foremost that's not even realistic we're working through these things doesn't matter but I realized that I have desires that are so exciting and that they are lighting me up and they're the they're the spark that is drawing me out of the cave or the chrysalis and it's the most sweet rapturous feeling to be drawn out by your desires especially when it feels like a tango and my husband and I are taking dance lessons right now and this is like such a fun fun thing to do it has lit my heart right up when I tell you the timing and the synchronicity is a thing I've asked for it it's arriving it's all around me and another hint of advice celebrate 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 fully don't just pretend celebrate like literally soak it in it's part of the process and if you don't you're doing yourself a huge disservice you're moving on to the next thing without relishing and savoring the progress it's like trying to run up a wet slide like you're not fully getting like your grip on who you are and what your accomplishments are and you don't really get that nourishment that deep deep nourishment so celebrate So it feels like a dance. It feels like I'm being drawn out uh, by my desire. So if you're in the chrysalis moment or you're in the cave and it's, you know, dark and the energy is running real slow and things feel kind of stagnant and heavy, trust me, the sun rises like every, every morning after every storm, the sun cracks through and you feel it you know the days I'm talking about where you wake up and it's the most stunning gorgeous beautiful sunny day and everything is vibing and everybody you talk to that day feels good and it's like did I wake up on another dimension of this earth but a slightly higher one where everybody is on their game where everybody is in their like silky river where everybody is feeling themselves is that wake up there is that what this is those days know that they come bank on them hold on to the fact that they come because they do and so don't flee the chrysalis and think about how much you're dissolving and to what degree you're able to dissolve the past is the degree that you 
are going to leap forward. This is like a momentum game. So whatever you're willing to let go of, lay down, transmute, burn up, release to the fire, whatever you're willing to release to the fire, all that space you make, there's a void and it feels uncomfortable because you sit in that void and it's not getting filled with anything for a little bit. And your ability to sit in that space of your own richness and sometimes not showering and in your own smell and love it and be there for it. Oh my God. It's incredible. You are setting yourself up and you're not wrong in your transition. It's all happening for you. It's happening for your progression. It's happening for your unfoldment. It's like when you're in the in the goo when you're in that bare goo to the degree that you can let go and allow is the degree that you will flourish and you also can't rush it this is like the crossing of the desert this is like you don't know if you're gonna see a mirage this is like the long dirt road with no signs just a sign every once in a while and you're thinking am i even on where am i this is like like the the forest, the enchanted forest where you're thinking, am I walking in circles? I feel like I've seen that tree a couple of times now, right? You trust and there are little illuminated points. There are points where you look at something and it happens to stand out. This might be a part two. I'm looking and it's, it's telling me I might be done soon, but this ends up being the point where everything stands out and you start to notice and you get drawn out by the light. And just remember it's a natural process and this is a natural part of it. As I said, you can't rush this. It's part of a natural process, a natural cycle, natural phases. And when we start to doubt, the beautiful thing is we have nature all around us that mimics this process, that shows us this transition. So we don't have to look far for our inspiration, for our muse, for our, reassurance that this is natural, organic, possible, beautiful, normal, painful, (laughs) worthy of our time and our energy. And so trust that this can be a time where you're unfolding to something greater than you have ever been. And like when I talked about the long dirt road, the enchanted forest, Like these are all visuals that can metaphor your experience. They can be a visual metaphor to help your mind cognize, like to understand, to not only get, to not only consciously get, but, and conceptualize, but to also embody as a process. You cognize it, you think it, and you walk it out. It's like that word praxis is another juicy word I love. Cognize for you to like, take on board and walk out. This is another way that you can partner with your experience and amplify it. Like the evolution experience is accelerated by your conscious effort with it. Your focus, your energy is food. And when you put your focus and your energy on your evolution and your growth, on your development and your transformation, it catapults you, it catalyzes you, it exponentially compounds your progress. It allows you to evolve at a rate faster than you would have if it was happening upon you and you didn't realize. And 
I'm glad that this is coming up because this happens anyway. If you watch, like the grass grows anyway, the, the plants grow anyway, things transition anyway, right? But the more focus you feed it with in a, a loving way, tending to it, like I'm not saying let's plant seeds and then let's see a little tiny sprout and start pulling up the plants <laughs> to make them grow faster. That's definitely not the vibe. But for you to feed it your focus and your loving t- attention means that you're exponentially evolving. You're evolving faster. This process happens faster. So lean into it and really, really, really as hard as you can try and not make any of it wrong. Try and make, not make yourself wrong. Try and make, not make the process wrong. Really try to just be by your side for it. Don't go against yourself. Like there's a mantra that I try to remind myself when I find that sometimes I split off from myself and I get critical or, you know, I I try to diverge from the part of me that's having the experience because I've had a lot of practice at going numb or going to a hardened space or going behind a wall or becoming vindictive. Like I've had a lot of practice in those energies. So I know the nuances of what they feel like in my life. And I really am trying to unify with the part of me that can hold it. The part of me that has unlimited grace for myself and others. The part of me that can hold this transformation and knows exactly what the blueprint for it is. The part of me that holds the vision, that holds the the space in the morphic resonance. The part of me that knows what the morph is supposed to be and look like, that holds that map for the other part of me to remember and attach to. And like, you know, when you think about building something, it's like the part of me that innately and intuitively has the instruction guide to transformation. I I continuously hold to that part of me. And I like have this mantra, like unified inside, unified inside, unified inside. And that helps me remember that although there is a part of me at the moment that may be experiencing energies that feel like the old me or energies that seem to come about because of a pattern or energies that come about because of trauma or energies that come about because I'm just like feeling, and I say trauma, I don't mean it so dramatic. Of course, there definitely are moments where trauma is dramatic, but I also just mean the parts of me that have a coping mechanism that isn't necessarily life-giving for myself and isn't in my highest that comes up because I'm feeling discomfort. And one of my traumatic coping mechanisms is to numb out, emotionally flee, and just not be there. I'll be there present, but I will be stone-faced and not, not really open. And from that place, my heart isn't open. I'm not open to the higher perspectives. I don't necessarily feel into the universal love. And so every time I feel that part of me kick in, I give it so much space and love. And I try to remember that that is braided with the the part of me that knows the plan, the part of me that has the instruction guidebook by heart. Like that part knows it by heart. There's no need for a physical copy of it because I am walking it out because it exists in the etheric realm, in my vision, in my knowing, in my DNA. It's mapped out already. It is already there. It is part and parcel. This is like when you realize that the acorn is the oak tree. The blueprint is already part and parcel with the seed. The, The seed is 
within the tree, the tree of life, the seed is already within it. Like all of the manifestation potential of what that seed is going to be is already within the seed. Your, you know, fetus, the potential of the fetus to become a fully flourishing, healthy adult is already within the fetus. So we already have this and we need to really remember to trust that we already have everything we need inside of us. And sometimes we take on maladaptive traits and behaviors that don't allow it to flourish in its complete splendor. So this breakdown moment is part of looking inside, finding the kinks, finding the ways in which we have negative coping strategies or strategies that really aren't helping us that were at one point and maybe now we're like confining us from growing and really ironing all that out, transmuting it, burning off the stuff that no longer fits our evolution and growth. And so this is the whole architecture and life by design. You get to rebuild and you get to ask yourself, what are the pieces I'm bringing? What are, what am I going to use to build this form of who I am? And if you don't want to go that deep, trust that if you let go and you open up and you're wide open with an open heart, open to possibility, your, your higher self already has this blueprint. It knows you'll be brought along for the ride and you'll be shown things along the, the experience that really lets you in on what this is and what it's going to be. The unfolding becomes more of a mystery if you're not looking to interrogate it to the point where you see every angle. So what do you believe in, right? You get to decide how involved you become in the planning process of this. What do you want to rebuild? What does it look like for you? What do you want to bring into your co-creation? I've had so many conversations with people who are like, I didn't even know at that level what I wanted or what I liked. I knew what I wanted on some level, on a superficial level, on skin deep level, but I really didn't consider if I could do anything, if I didn't have any restriction, emotional um, or otherwise, if I didn't have any of the trauma, any of the negative beliefs, any of the ways in which I, you know, uh, have taken in fear and sort of guarded myself against things, if I didn't have any of that and I was just like, thought I could do anything, if I thought I was superhuman, what would I do then? That's the conversation I want to have. This is where my motivation and transformation is. I want to have these conversations with people. Let's just put it all aside and say for one minute, you are superhuman. Then what? What would you want? And I tell you, that is a daunting question. That is a big question that in sometimes can bring panic in people. Like, I don't know. And if you don't know, been there too been there too it's scary at first and it's okay and it may not come right away I kept feeling like I couldn't even dip into my intuition to get any type of feeling and let me go on a side note I the way I know my intuition so intimately there's this one little trick I have if I wake up and I want a song to get me in a certain vibe I don't try and like force it I know how to empty my mind hold space wait and the song drops in and I might jump in and like what about this song my brain might come in and go what about this one what about this one what about this one and sometimes that works but sometimes it's like no 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 and it's like I dismiss 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 because it's not the one and eventually I know the one as soon as I hear it in my head as soon as I know I know that's the feeling that's the feeling we're after 
as soon as you know, you know, and you know what that feels like. You know what that feels like without a shadow of a doubt, you know. And it might not be with a song, but it might be with something that you have this little internal gauge where you test yourself on your intuition and your intuition comes through every time and you're like, well, I know what I want to eat. I can always get to the bottom of like what I'm intuitively looking to eat. And I'm not just talking craving, I'm talking like a deep knowing, right? We can always access that. But the idea is to stretch that, to be able to access it for any decision in our life. That's why we're turning to the internal guidance system in the first place, so that we don't outsource any of our decisions and power to anybody else first. I'm not saying we don't lean on other people for counsel, wise counsel, advice, uh, perspective, reflection. But I'm saying if we don't have an adequate system that first and foremost guides us to what is best for us, then it's going to be mighty hard to navigate what is for us and it's going to be mighty hard to craft a life that is going to be deeply fulfilling for you. So we need to figure out what that internal compass looks like, what the language of our soul sounds like, the way in which we nourish ourselves, what we actually want. That's all part of the process of self-discovery and learning what these things are. So what you believe in, what you want, this all helps you rebuild in a sense. And you'll continue to to build on it. So don't think this is like a one-stop shop and then done, like you solidify this forever and that's who you are. Like, think about Madonna. She's reinvented herself hundreds of times. This is a process that get comfortable with. This is what I'm into for a while and it is not hypocritical. It is incredibly naive to think that we calcify into a certain perspective or certain version and never grow beyond it. That is incredibly naive. And so if you want to get the most out of your experience, be open to a series of evolutions and revolutions within you. And so this is where we hone our discernment um, and we go through this take and toss. What am I taking? What am I tossing? And I'll give you a hint. The more you toss, the more space you have for new. The more space you make for new, the more that comes in that you never even thought you were worthy of, that you would want, that you would enjoy, that you were capable of, like you get to rewrite all of it. And so behaviors you used to use as a strategy for acceptance or safety that don't feel authentic, that feel outgrown, you release it. And then it opens up this whole other world of possibilities. Well, when I'm not trying to do this because that made that person happy, or when I'm not trying to do this to feel safe because I thought that I had to do this and conserve in this way, or really, you know, guilt myself in this way to make sure I didn't do this. Like we're deprogramming all of the voices we have maintained in our head that weren't necessarily ours, that helped us survive around certain groups and in certain situations. But at a certain point in our life, it no longer serves us to define our life by the narratives of others, the beliefs of others, the programs of others. Because sometimes the beliefs we take on that were others to keep us safe were based out of their experiences of fear. Fear of scenarios and situations that may never even happen to you. So why would you need that? And it's not like we don't honor and take in wisdom of elders or other people around us. It's that we become incredibly discerning as to what is for us. And we feed ourselves the nectar of our own self-love. We understand boundaries. We create standards. We have a level of integrity that is integrated. Integrity that is integrated and embodied that we don't just say 
but we live by. It's not about the words, it's about the way we be. And we get to really fit this in with rituals, initiation, ceremony, celebration. This is a self-initiation. This is, you know, bigger than any other ritual, ceremony, initiation, confirmation that you've ever done in your life because it's for you, by you, you know best. And you're reclaiming this aspect of yourself. This is the intuitive, creative, internally guided process. And it may require a certain amount of unplugging to the degree that you have people pleased or sublimated your own wants or taken on the opinions, programs, and beliefs of others that are not yours, that are not in alignment. Some will be upset. Some will be confused. But cross, like here's one for instance, one example of something that I'm, I didn't toss, that I'm taking, you know, that really stood out for me. Uh, something my mom would always say, like, cross that bridge when you come to it. There's no need to worry about that right now. Cross that bridge when you come to it. I bless my mom because she's worried sometimes, right? And, and so for her to have that piece of wisdom, she knew through experience that some things are just not worth worrying about ahead of time. So you're not tossing everything and you're not um, leaving behind all the opinions and the beliefs of everybody that's ever loved you. You're feeling into what aligns most with you. And anything that feels out of resonance, you get to release. And you get to up-level or transmute. And so that you are you at the level that you can embody. And the amount of space you make means the amount of space that's left for you to consciously, in the presence, navigate through your experience. This one went on a little longer, but it's because I'm so passionate about it. And... To be honest, again, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, I thought this was a course and who knows, it might still be a course. And it just, the word kept coming to me like in rapture, in rapture, like like pure rapture, rapturous love, rapturous love, like being enraptured, being like in absolute awe of the process, being so in, in awe of the gift of what it means to be a human being and the power, the sheer power it is to get to know yourself, fall in love with yourself, be the version of you that you came here to be, to know that at any moment you can shift and and there's no giving up on the amount of like gusto that you can bring back into your life. Like think about when you were a kid and you wanted to be a certain thing as a career and you had so much gusto around what you were going to create and accomplish in this lifetime if somebody told you like you can't do that you'd be like are you nuts do you know the amount of energy i have in my body i can create that and i absolutely will like as a kid i had so much gusto like sheer passion like i honestly felt that if i squeezed hard enough in my body i could make something appear like just like oh i can create it and like manifesting to me really did like oh I can't wait till I'm older when I have the money and I have like the authority and I can just do what I and I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna buy the tank tops and the sparkly things and I'm gonna like be the like I'm just gonna like go and as you get older and you get a little jaded by life and your energy gets split into various places 
you sort of forget the gusto and the, the gumption, the sheer ignorant gumption you had as a child, but you also knew about what pure energy you had on tap, like the pure energy you could tap into. You were so aware of that as a kid and we forget it. And what I'm saying is at any point in your life, you can work through the reclamation of that and it's not too late to jump into a life that you truly savor, that you truly enjoy, that you're truly grateful for, that you are fully grateful for because you're getting to do the things that you love. Like sometimes when we feel not so grateful for the things we're doing, it's because we know there's untapped potential, but we don't know how to get on the other side of the door. We don't know how to get to it. We don't know how to become the person who can ride the waves like a like a world-class surfer we don't know how to get to that version of ourselves and that's what the inner child work is that's what the transformation work is that's what the great work is that's what you know the butterfly sequence of like caterpillar to butterfly the breakdown the enrapture moment is when you realize holy crap it's happening like i'm i'm on the verge of of being that person who gets to like salivate over life the zest like it isn't just for specific people it isn't just for certain people it's for everybody it's for me oh my god it's for me and like what a reclamation so thank you for joining me i appreciate connecting with you so much i would even go as far to venture to say i love you have a wonderful day and thank you for listening Thank you.